0: Okay, so today we are on the 16th lesson and it says Believing the best of everyone regardless of background or opportunities I need to say that again Believing the best of everyone regardless of background or opportunity It's amazing what the world has become that life is about benefits. Life is about what can I get from it. Life friendships have become how does it make me, my life better. It's about the give me, give me, give me syndrome mentality mindset. We associate with people based on status, based on popularity, based on their celebrity status that is how we found ourselves we want we we do a lot of name dropping you know so that people can know that you are highly connected I've said it before I remember watching the short movie stroke documentary of um, uh, this movie about this uh, Anna I, I can't remember the title again now and I just watched it recently that lady that duped almost the whole of the high high class you know uh, entrepreneurs in New York and it's so amazing because one of the things she learned was if you really want to play big role with the big people and she made a mockery of the rich guys because she's like all you guys wanted to do was associate with me because I said I had some inheritance. If I didn't have an inheritance, you probably wouldn't want to even relate with me. And that's how life has become. The rich want to interact with the rich because of what they can get. I mean, you hear politicians will throw a party because they know they're going to make make much more than how much they used to throw the party. Guys, you know how these things work. They'll throw a party. Spend like a hundred million, but they know that what is coming into their pocket afterwards? By the time this person says, Oh, for this party, I'll take 5 million, take 10 million, 50 million, 20 million, 50 million, 20 million. At the end of the day, the guy is cashing out clean. 500 million, 400 million profit. It's like business. Now, we as believers, is that how we're meant to think? Is that how we're wired? Is that how life should be? Very transactional that you relate with people only based on their status and their level in life and how influential they are see life is very fickle someone is on the throne today tomorrow the person is not on the throne anymore and the same people and that's how life is roll with you when you are like you know all is going on well the moment Something happens and you shift ground. Day to day shift ground. You just find out that they just start bailing out, of, bailing out on you one after the other. That is not how life is meant to be. We, we shouldn't be like that. Also, do not judge people and limit your interactions just because of who they are now. You tell yourself, is he not just, what does he have? Who is he? What does he know? What car does he drive? And we judge people based on what we, where we see them now. Forgetting that life is in faces. Life is in faces. You never know. The same Joseph who slept as a prisoner, woke up the next morning and he was sleeping as a prime minister. Come on, guys. You never know. You never know, you never have, the, have any idea where God is taking that person to. So we don't, we don't categorize people and box people and say this is who you are, this is how far this person can ever be based on where they are now. That someone is walking in a store today does not mean that's where that person is going to be forever. And so our relationship with people should be with discernment. It shouldn't be with suspicion. Mm, I'll say that again. It should be with what discernment, not suspicion. You don't begin to interact with people simply because, oh, you've heard that their father manages one company and you feel like if I grow close with this person, I'll be able to get a contract or get a job opportunity. No, that's not how life should be. We believe the best in everyone. The Bible says in 1 Corinthians 13 verse 7, he says, love bears all things, believes all things, and hopes all things, endures all things. Believes all things, hopes all things. We are hopeful that this other person would move on in life. This other person would advance in life. This other person would get to that point where they, they, they embrace, you know, the totality of what God has for them. We don't limit people. We don't ridicule people. We don't judge people and like put them in a box and say, This is how they are, this is how they will forever be. Believing the best in everyone, regardless of background and opportunities. I think I've mentioned it before. Who connected Saul to Samuel? His servant. His servant. His servant. His servant. They were already tired looking for the donkeys and about going home. The guy said, There's one man of God, one prophet. Imagine Saul was that kind of son that felt like, Who are you? How dare you to tell me where to go to? Please, spark well. But thank God, he listened to a servant. And by so doing, he connected himself to his destiny, to his purpose. He never imagined he was going to be king of Israel. Not in his wildest imagination. Connected himself. A servant. Don't limit who God can use to catapult you into your purpose or into your destiny. Don't limit it. You have not the faintest idea. Who recommended David to, to Saul? When when Saul was beside himself and they needed someone to play? They said it was a servant. A servant of Saul. Now, I don't know at what point he had met David. Maybe he was an old friend of David. Or maybe he had heard David play at some point in the market square or something. I'm just trying to use my imagination here. But whatever the case may be, this guy vouched for for David. He put his life on the line. He was just a servant. He said, I know a man, David, son of son of Jason. He can play so well. He's skillful in playing. He's a man of work. He's prudent in speech. He's handsome and God is with him. I mean, see the way he just delivered David to Saul. And who was he? He He wasn't even Jonathan. He was a servant that recommended David. You really never know. Do not limit what God can do through people. When God when Jesus was going to turn water into wine, it was the serpent he asked to fill the pot with water. Imagine those ones did not fill that pot with water. And as ridiculous as the instruction was, they went ahead and they did it. And then everybody had surplus wine to the extent that the, the, the uh chairman of the ceremony was like, Wow, why did you keep the best for the last? You never know who God wants to use To elevate you To surprise you To bring you into purpose The scripture is loaded With so many examples like this So many examples When Esther needed people to pray Who did she call? Her her, her servants, the people who served her Her maid servants Said let's pray together Let's fast and pray, pray with me Don't limit God. Don't put him in a box. Don't judge people. Don't, don't, don't equate yourself out of God's plan because you have sized up somebody and felt like, of what good is this person to me based on your own limited understanding. What if God even wants to use your security man to elevate you? Do you guys know the person that helped Haman out of his problem was his servant. His servant girl. Probably a, a, a Jewish girl that they brought as a slave. The lady was the one that told him, he said, My God, I don't know whether you will do this so, but there's this man. He does wonders. God is with him. He heals this leprosy on your body. It will just go. Imagine it, uh, that. Was he a man? His name is not. His name is a man. <laughs> Imagine the guy was like, Who are you? How dare you tell me? servant? But the Bible says he went. It was at the point where um Elijah, Elisha, asked him to go and dip himself in one river. The guy said, Are there not many better rivers in in, in uh, where was this thing? Was it not Jericho? That you are asking me to now go in this dirty river. It was that same servant that said, Oh God, if this man had told you to pay this amount, would you pay? Is it not just to dip yourself inside the river? Same servant. So sometimes God will hide what he wants to do, the connector to your breakthrough, in a mere servant, in an ordinary colleague, in someone that you probably have not even imagined or thought that something will come out of the person. What did they say about Jesus? They said, can anything good come out of Nazareth? When Simeon told uh, uh, Nathaniel, he said, come and see. The guy said, can anything good come out of Nazareth? He said, come and see yourself. The guy just felt like, like seriously, Nazareth. He's the least now. They are telling me that somebody is doing miracle, That the Savior, the Messiah is from Nazareth. How possible is that? I pray that we will not miss our opportunities in life just because, you know, we have limited people. i said it before here. Let's see God in people. If Abraham knew, when he stopped those three men, that that was God in flesh. But at the point where he asked them to wait, he didn't know they were, it was God. He did not know. He had entertained them and all of that before he, I'm sure, his eyes cleared and realized that this is God. But they were just three strangers passing by. And he extended his heart to them. And boom! Something he had been waiting for for 25 years. I pray that we don't miss our moment Uh, Of salvation Uh, no matter how hidden it is God will open our eyes I pray that our hearts are open our hearts are open to all men that we we hope hope all we, we, we like love we bear all things we believe all things we hope all things we endure all things we believe the best in people we have hope in their future we trust that God is at work in them as he is at work in you and we don't just Put a class and put a category and say I cannot, I cannot. I pray the Lord will help us in Jesus' name. I hope my sixteenth lesson has been a blessing to you this evening and you have gleaned one thing or the other. And uh you've been instructed by God as well uh this evening. Thank you as always for joining. I love and appreciate every one of us and I look forward to seeing us uh tomorrow, ten PM. We continue. And I'll share with you my 17th uh, life lesson. Thank you so much for joining. Have a beautiful night rest. I'll see you tomorrow. God bless you.